and welcome to Oops, I Dad It Again, a podcast by dads, about dads, but for everyone. My name is Ben, and I'm a dad. And my name is Matt, and I'm a dad. Matt, do you realize what episode number we're on? Uh, ten. We're on number ten. Wow. We've hit the double digits. You know, it's funny. It feels like we've been doing this for a long time, but then when you say we've only had ten episodes, it doesn't feel that long. Well, we put out an episode every week. That's ten weeks. It's two and a half months. I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't. No, I still don't think I'm good at this necessarily, but yeah, well, it's kind no, of a cool get, milestone. We're. I feel like you know. I feel like we're getting there. We're finding our niche. I still have my yeah. podcast slippers on. Oh, I don't have my Ooh. podcast jacket on today. That's sad. I have my slippers on today too. Yeah, very good. All right, at least we got the slippers. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like we're getting there. We're, you know, we're we're learning the ins and the outs. Things are going a little smoother. Things are just kind of we're cranking it out. Yeah, no, I think it's going well. I've gotten some feedback from my wife on oh. things I should do better, and I said okay. Things you should. Did she give you any positive feedback? It was more. It was like constructive <laughs> criticism. Oh no, she only gave me the, you're really bad at this. Do this better, please. You, well, you know how my wife is. She's wonderful. That's she how is. your wife is. And you will never hear me say anything else on this podcast. <laughs> no, you know, she's, she just wants, she wants me to reach my full potential. Ah, I see. She's pushing you. She's, yeah. she's a pusher as the old uh, Mean Girls Tina Fey character says. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and here's the other fun thing I've been doing some more things and running across soon to be or new new ish dads and i've been sharing this so hopefully Uh they're listening along now too i am spreading the word yeah you know i've i've been trying to spread the word myself i feel i don't know maybe it's the dad in me maybe it's just the the introvert in me which actually we'll talk about today um anyway um i just feel like it's i i I feel awkward being like oh also i make a podcast like come listen to it please i don't know you're a much better self-promoter than i am uh, it's probably like from the work that I'm doing yeah. or that I do, but yeah. no, I mean, I think it's a lot of it right now. is still going to be word of mouth, right? Like, for sure. So we'll see. Yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah. So how are you doing? How's everything going? Good. Uh, a pretty healthy household. Excellent. Our nanny who got sick. Oh no. Um, with a stomach bug and we said please Ugh. don't come over we do not want that in our house yeah no stomach bugs are like the worst but yes if not kind would hasn't happened yet right yeah so. good good but um good. other than that every you know we're just kind of plugging along holidays yeah. Yeah. cold oh, yeah. dark rolling so yeah, i'm still feeling full from all that turkey yeah do you have a good good thanksgiving oh yeah i ate you know, like you should, way more than I absolutely needed to. But no, it was wonderful. Good. Yeah, Good. How about yourself? Yeah, it was great. You know, I think really this was the first holiday having like two f- fully functioning kids last ho- last holiday season. Our son was really too small to know any different or, yeah. you know, have any concept of what was going on. So Was he able to, you said he was eating meat. Oh, is he, was he able to get just, some turkey going? You know, I said last time, team food. You have yeah, a new member. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he just goes for it. So Quite literally, gobble, gobble. He's gobbling up, and he's gobbling up the turkey. Yeah, how about you? How's everything over there? No, everything's good. We have uh, a couple of updates about our kiddo. Oh. 
Um, yeah, my wife's reached the stage where like she's going more frequently for ultrasounds and that sort of thing, and we're getting like the percentile measurements, and here's how Ooh. big the baby is, and all that stuff. Which, by the way, the fact that they can get that accurate of measurements, well, obviously they use the ultrasound to do it, but like the weight, like how do you distinguish what's the baby weight versus like the placenta versus my wife? Like anyway, it just always boggles my mind. It's incredibly impressive. Um, but we have some updates. So the baby is currently, let's see, what, what week are we in? Gosh, I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you. The baby is currently in the 70th percentile. Whoa. For size and weight. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Your poor yeah. wife. I know. I keep telling her, I'm like, I'm so sorry. You have a, a large, a large baby boy in there. Um, but yeah, no, he's, he's a big boy right now. He's well above the growth curve. Well, I guess. He's seventy percent, I suppose. Could um, be worse. Yeah. Well, so but the the wild thing was is the last time that we got percentile measurements, they were told we were told he was only in the forty fifth. So like Oh wow. Yeah, he did a massive jump between like you know, those last four weeks or so. Well, I guess it was five weeks. But um, my my wife more recently has been having like her sweet tooth come back. <laughs> And I'm like, that's why, that's why the sweet tooth came back because he's growing so much. Yeah. It's just like just getting craving much, sugar, right? Like getting as much of that glucose in there to use the energy to make, make more of himself. So I don't know, but that was kind of exciting. We found that he's, uh, he's doing very well. Good. Um, oh my gosh. And then I guess, well, you might've done this. I don't know. Cause I say you didn't find out the gender, but they did a three, four D they think they called it a four D four dimensional, like scan of his face. Did you do that yeah. at all? Um, not. It was not your twenty-week ultrasound or whatever. No, 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 no. We were like, I think at that point it was like thirty weeks. Maybe. Gosh, now my wife's really gonna be sending critiques my way for not remembering this. I don't <laughs> That's remember. Okay. I remember seeing scans. We did get like three D scans. I think of our son. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just. When I saw it, I was like dumbfounded. I was like, it's dang, it, you, it's like a legit picture of him. Mm. Now, my wife has an anterior, that's like front, right? Anterior placenta. Oh. So yeah. like, you know, they had to go through the placenta. But what was funny is that like the umbilical cord is like hanging right in his face. <laughs> so like you only get to see half of his face because the other half was covered up by the umbilical cord. But like, man, like you can see like his nose, you can see yeah. his lips, his cheeks, little chubby cheeks. I mean, you just, it was, it was like a picture of my child. It was I'm, wild. I'm pretty sure we got one of our son and I'm pretty sure he was sucking on his thumb or he oh had like his hand gosh. in his mouth. Was he really? Yeah. It's, it's coming back now, Ben. Oh, uh, that's so cute. But those, I mean, those are great because it's like you really start to like see your child. Yeah. It's like there's a real person coming. Like, I, dang. I know you said the placenta's in the front, but have you been able yeah. to feel kicks and stuff yet? Oh my gosh. Well, I should say that too. So, um, you know, we were on break for Thanksgiving because we work at schools and we were sleeping in a couple days because we don't have much time to be sleeping at left. Although again, like I said, sleeping in for us is like six or six thirty. But anyway, right. um, so, you know, we were just kind of like in bed and I put my hand on her belly and I was kind of dozing in and out. And then all of a sudden I like felt like what to me was maybe in my half asleep, half awake stupor was like, Oh, she just ate something and like it's moving around. But then all of a sudden I felt like, you know, bam, 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 bam. Oh my gosh. Like, oh. 
oh my god like what is happening our child is like tap dancing inside of my poor wife yeah she's like yeah why do you think i can't sleep anymore oh (laughs) which made me feel simultaneously yeah like very bad but also like dang that's wild that you can feel that much yeah it's crazy well i feel like the moms obviously feel way more than we would on the even on the outside um i so i don't know if this is like i'm just gonna throw myself under the bus here but I remember really actually when both of our, uh, both times my wife was pregnant, I was like kind of weirded out. It's not the right word, but like I was very concerned that if I like touched her, I would like oh. do something to the kid. Right. And so it was like, yeah. it kind of freaked me out. So I, yeah. I remember I, and my wife to this day gives me a hard time. She's like, you'd never like wanted to touch the baby or hold my stomach or anything, especially with our, our first, our daughter. I'm like, yeah, I was like kind of not again. It's like not a freaked out and in a bad way. Just like, I didn't want to do anything that could jeopardize the kids. Right. And I remember later on, like probably third trimester, probably like right around where you're at. Um, Mm -hmm. I would go up and I would like touch my wife's stomach and I was just like, kind of like, you know, like I'm trying not to make this sound weird, but like I would just like touch her stomach or like you know rub it a little it's bit. Like, and it's then your like, wife. It's not going to sound know, weird. I know, I know, I <laughs> know. Uh, I'd like to rub her, her stomach and kind of walk by and, and continue on with whatever I was doing. And apparently, yeah. our daughter would like instantly react, but I wouldn't feel it. But she like she would right. like roll or move or like you know kick. Oh my gosh! After I had you know walked past and like touched yeah. her stomach. So. Well, you know I. I gotta be honest, Matt, I can, I guess, sympathize with that, that sense of like fear of, I might disrupt something. I'm feeling the same way. I'm glad to hear you say that. Oh, My yeah. wife is making the exact same comments. She's like, you know, you never want to, it's not that I don't want to, I'm just like afraid to, like, I don't want to, I don't want to be the cause of any issues. Like, yeah. you know, that type of thing. She's like, you're just touching my belly. I'm like, I know, but what if, what if, blah, 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 you know? I mean, so. they're like carrying a kid you know like yeah. it's, i don't know it's it, i think it was definitely more like psychological for me and why me too. i didn't well, do me it too. yeah um but yeah i same like that was i think for both of ours i i tried to do better with with our second but yeah <laughs> i still was like no i don't want to mess this up <laughs> i know i know and i i guess i didn't even like realize that i wasn't actively until she like pointed out she's like you know you never you're afraid to touch the baby and blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not afraid. I just, well, I guess I am a little afraid, but a little bit, you know, irrationally, I suppose nothing. There's no, there's no rational thought behind that. It's just me being like, uh, I don't want to disrupt anything. Yeah. Um, I, well, I'm glad I, I am glad that you feel this way too. Cause I, yeah, I, I, I felt weird <laughs> or I, I felt bad that I wasn't well, more. No, I get it. And like, I, I feel I feel sort of relieved that you said something because yeah. I've like this whole time. I'm like, is there something wrong with me? Like, am I what? But no, you, you, ex- you're expressing the same sentiment and it's making me feel better about the fact that I'm expressing it as well. Good. Well, I will also yeah. go on the record and say, I don't mm-hmm. think there's really anything. Well, I don't think there's anything that a very loving and caring husband and father to be could do ever do to jeopardize Correct. the child. Gentle, happy, healthy, loving touches are yes. fine. Correct. I and think that is accurate too, but there's that weird mental hurdle, Matt. It is. Yeah. And, but, you know, I think too, the fact that the child reacts when 
the father yeah. touches. Yeah. You know, so there's something to be said about that. It's important. Well, yeah. And my wife has also made those comments. So, yeah. If you are feeling like Ben is now or I did try to push past. Yes. No, <laughs> it's a lovely thing. It's a wonderful thing that that birthing person is doing, like growing yes. a human being. Like, gosh, get in there and love them and love the, the baby and all that stuff. But like real talk for just a second, like, isn't yeah. it a little weird? Like, don't I, t- to be honest, sometimes I get like the whole like, uh, men in black, like, <laughs> did you ever Wait. see men in black? Yeah, of course I've seen men in black. What do you, I think I would just live under a rock. What, well, like what, the, it's like they're growing an, an, an alien. That's my, I'm digging myself a deep, no, deep hole. Are you, you, are you talking about the scene where they're going after the, the guy car. who's trying to leave on the New Jersey turnpike yeah. and then they like it's the Bertha. squid comes out? Yes, and I'm not saying that I am making any correlations to our children and squids, but like it is, it's kind of, it's a wild thing for well, like, the, yeah. the whole thing's wild. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, Matt, I have to say, I usually compare it to like the alien movies. Oh, like, I feel like that's it's going to, I, but that's why I, you know, whatever, like a little alien's going to burst forth from your like, you know, central abdominal cavity. But yeah, yeah, that yeah no. My wife usually gives me a very dirty <laughs> look after like, "What are you? Stop! Just you're being ridiculous." And I am, and I admit it. It's, I mean, miracle of life. It's, it is very wonderful as as oh, yeah. a, a dad, and and who I am. It was just a little like different. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Hard well, like to I said, I, around. I, I am feeling the same way. So I'm glad Good. to hear that. Um. All right. Let's do a little. So. I have to say, so we've mentioned many times that we're in acapella groups, right? Yeah. And my acapella group from college just recently held their like fall concert and they sent out like some of the, they do like little silly skits in their concerts too. Cause you know, they're multifaceted human beings. But anyway, <laughs> they sent out a skit and I was like, watch them like, dang, number one, they look so young and that made me feel very, very old. And then number two, I got to admit, I had a little like minor identity crisis. I was oh, like, yeah. I, yeah, I spent so much time, effort, energy, like into that group, but I don't know that any of those kiddos would even know who I was, you know, like that type sure. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then it made me think like, wait a minute, that's like a minor identity crisis compared to like the one that I could be facing <laughs> as becoming a father, right? Like I've never been a father before. Suddenly my identity shifts entirely from like just some guy to like oh crap now i'm a dad and i had to ask matt like have you what have you experienced anything like that over the last few years becoming a father i am i feel like this is the affirmation episode oh there's more okay (laughs) you i have felt like that a lot recently <clears throat> with oh. like identity. I don't want to call it crisis. I don't think that's well, the right yeah, word, but like a shift perhaps. Yeah. Or yeah. I just I feel kind of lost as an individual. Um, oh snap. Oh wow. That was probably, I probably took that a little too far. I don't feel no, lost. Tell as an me more, but I need to know. Tell me more. Well, it's interesting. So a couple weeks ago, I actually got the privilege and opportunity to be a part of a leadership development program through the United Way here in Rochester. Ooh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's great. Um, really kind of got to learn a lot about how to be a leader and a good community member, all that type of stuff. But, 
The first day of our training was actually spent a lot around like our identity. Oh. And I remember actually going into the training being like, if there's one thing that I hope to kind of take out of all of this time in this program is I hope that I kind of get reset and kind of figure out who I am. Sure. Um, I don't know if it's a pandemic. I'm not sure if it's becoming a dad, but I feel kind of, or have felt kind of lost, right? Like I don't, I don't know who I am professionally. I, I have a good idea who I, I am as like a, a husband and a father, right? Sure. But just like outside of the house, like I don't know who I am. So anyway, hmm. um, as a part of this whole thing, uh, we took that the Myers Briggs personality test. I don't know if you're familiar. Um, yeah, I, I've heard of it. Yes, I don't know that I've ever. Maybe I'll do it real quick while we're talking. Yeah, yeah. It was, to be honest, it was really interesting. So I had taken it um, probably five or six years ago, maybe seven years ago now. And mm. I took the test then, and then I just, I took it for this class and it changed. <laughs> oh. Some of it was the same. Um, if people are familiar, there's, it's it's letters. So my, my yes, Myers-Briggs, yeah, is E-S-F-J now, but the oh. first time that I took it was E-S-F-N-P. All right. I, I don't know how comfortable you are. Uh, you're going to need to break down what these letters mean. Yeah, sure, sure. So the first letter can either be an E for extroversion or an I for introversion. Okay. And this first letter is how you direct and receive energy. Oh, okay. So like it should not come as any surprise to you <laughs> that I'm an E. Yeah, I'm no, an none. Extrovert, right? Absolutely. You are the absolute extrovert <laughs> of this podcast. Yes. But that has never changed for me. I think that's like been a life, you know, thing for yeah, me. I think, you know, hot take maybe not a hot take i think that's something that you're born with you're either really good at talking to people and really like it and feed off of it or you hate it and you never want to do it and it's terrible yeah i suppose i i will say and i don't want to dive too deep into like all all of this what this test means but when we were walking sure. through each of these steps um this first one like i was like there are a lot of times now where i feel like I'm an introvert. Like I'm a lot, I feel like in certain situations I'm a lot quieter. I'm not necessarily the first person to like just jump out and do something. And it's probably because I'm so tired <laughs> from being a dad. That's fair. <laughs> or I just like you expend so much energy as a parent. Right. But don't, all right. Well now again, this is me just spitballing. I don't know anything. Don't extroverts get positive. Well, didn't you say like it's an energy thing, right? Like they get positive energy from, from talking other people. to others right yep or like for me like being around other people yeah it makes you thing, like you know? happy gives you yeah gotcha yep yep so like in my free time what would i rather do like stay at home and watch tv or go out to like a, a party right um to be honest it's kind of like 50 50 now a lot of the times <laughs> these I want to just days stay yeah hard um, to tell but like i do love being around people and talking to people so that's sure. fine. Um, this, so the second set of letters is an S or an N. And okay. it's, the S stands for sensing. Mm -hmm. And the 
N stands for intuition. And this is how we take mm. in information. Remind so, me, you were what for that one? I am an S. So sensing people, uh, they take in information that is real and tangible, focused mainly on what they perceive from their five senses. So like, you know, sight, sound, feeling, touch, all that stuff. So, sure. And then, and the intuition side, um, they tend to take information by seeing like the larger picture. Okay. Gotcha. So they focus on like patterns Mm. and like other things that they kind of perceive as I guess the norm, you know, like sure. Yeah. Accepted normal. I got you. Right. Third, um, is the, is thinking T or F feeling. And this is the way you decide and come to conclusions. Okay. So thinking the thinking words, side, like, is it more like logical versus emotional? That's exactly it. Oh, yep. okay. Gotcha. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, thinking people base their decisions and conclusions on logic. Uh, sure. Feeling people basically base normally uh, decide their decisions and conclusions on personal or social values. And remind so, me again what you were? I'm an F for feeling, clearly. Okay. I'm a very, like, feeler, right? Yeah, I got you. Emotional being. Yes, that is yep. me. <laughs> and then the last set, this is the one This is the one that changed for me, and I, this is why I think it's kind of interesting is uh, the J is for judging, and Mm -hmm. P is the other uh, option, and that is perceiving. And this is the way we approach the outside world. Hmm. Okay. So J, the judging, uh, typically come to conclusions quickly and want to move on and take an organized and planned approach to the world. Sure. Perceiving, people who uh, are this typically look for more information before coming to conclusions and take a more spontaneous and flexible approach. Hmm. Okay. So that's the one that changed for me. And I thought it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. And I'm wondering if it's, if it's partly like just getting older maturity or if it's being sure. a, a parent in the fact in, that like, I have to just make decisions. Right. So you went from perceiving a to, a, to J. a J. Gotcha. Man. So like instead of, you know, and I was like a lot of this was relating to like my professional life. Sure. And so I was right. like when I was younger, like six or seven years ago, I'm sure I was like looking for more information. I was still kind of new into this career and like I wanted to right. learn as much as I can. So I was like probably like a little bit less gun ho, you know, right. making Quick decisions to jump on and things. Right. And now like I feel like I'm more settled. And so maybe I'm just more confident in making decisions one way or the other. Um, Hmm. But I really do think like a lot of it has to do with being a parent and Hmm. like you have to just make decisions Uh, like right away. (laughs) Like, you know, no, you can't do this. No, you can't have, you know, yes, you can have this now. Uh, It's, it's been interesting. And so all of this to be said, like I am still trying to figure out who I am um, my identity, I think a lot of, and I'm not saying this is right or wrong, but like before kids, a lot of it was very like, I'm a professional, I'm a friend, I'm a husband, you know, husband or partner. And now it's like, I'm a dad. Like that is such a large part, but there are still other parts of my life and there are other things that I want people to know about me aside from just being a dad. Right. Right. Man, 
Yeah, I don't know. That's fascinating that that did change too. Like you said, that you took it however many years ago, and now you just took it again. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I just took it. By the way, I oh, found did you? a. Oh, what are you? Yeah, I found a really good. It's called Sixteen Personalities. I think it's like literally designed to like test you on this thing. Um, but it also breaks it down, which we can talk about too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I am. So I am. You got to remind me what these stand for. I am I. So that introversion. Uh, yeah, well, I'm very, again, <laughs> well, we'll talk about that in a second. I'm I, sure. S, S was sensitive. Okay, so you're sensing. Sensing, same, same sensing. As me, so. Okay, so yep. I'm I, S, T. Thinking, based J. on, you know, logic, and yeah. J is me as well. Yeah. So, like, so we share two of the four. Yes. Um, this actually goes on to give me. A versus T, but I'm trying to figure out what that means. Oh, it's assertive versus turbulent. So I'm IST. Yeah, well, I am. So I am an A. Yeah. yeah. Um, It gives me ISTJ dash A. So what that says, well, we can get into that later. Um, But it's funny because when my wife and I first met, she was like, man, you just, you seem like such an extrovert. Oh, she's like you're yeah i also well little little did she know um she's like because you're loud and you're boisterous and you like to mm. talk and i'm like yeah that's true but i would choose staying home watching a movie by myself any day versus going out to a party sure like going out to an event of any kind like we had we had uh our our, our baby shower right and like leading up to that i was just like dreading not, not the event. The event is fun, right? We're there with family and all that, but like, there's going to be a lot of people that I haven't seen in a long time. It's going to be really an exhausting experience. It's like work. And yeah, well, yeah, it is. To be around and then she's people. like, right? And then she's like, well, you're also a teacher. Like, you interact with people all the time. I'm like, no. Well, I mean, technically, yes. I'm like, but I interact with kids. They're easier to talk to than adults. Like, it's yeah. simpler. And I think that the dynamic is different. Oh, absolutely. Like, I can just be silly and goofy and they'll be with me versus I have to try to be like, okay, I'm an adult. I have to be professional. I have to act right and correctly the way that I should, you know? Sure. That yeah. type of thing. I guess. Um, so there's that. But then, like, the the sensing one surprised me a little bit. But I think it's because the T kind of takes over what I thought. So I'm apparently very good at perceiving, like, others' needs, which I think I'm pretty good oh, at that, yeah. actually. yeah. Yeah, like I'm a pretty patient, like calm, understanding, listening, that kind of thing. I'm pretty good at that. Um, the logical thing, though, for sure, like, <laughs> yeah, Matt's aggressively nodding oh, his head. 100%. Anyone who knows me of, of any kind, like, I do not act on my emotions. I am the slowest, most methodical thinker through of things that just makes <laughs> me, yeah. But then, but then once I've made a decision, I jump on it, which I'm assuming is why I got the J right versus the other like i'm very quick to figure okay yeah we're gonna do this we're gonna do that blah blah blah. yeah but anyway what's kind of cool i don't know matt if you can find this website i don't know if you can like plug in what you actually are it's called 16 personalities maybe you know what here do this go to 16 personalities.com and then slash whatever your four letters were dash personality see what you can come up with Um, because it, it goes on further to say like okay here are your strengths and weaknesses which is fascinating to look at. Here's your romantic relationships, which could be interesting to kind of dive into. Oh, but then sure. a couple down, it says parenthood. And this is the uh, one that I kind of want to read about. Okay. Let me see. See if you can find yours. Okay. Uh, parenthood. Yeah. Are you on the, so you're on the right thing? Yeah, I am. 
there's a couple like highlighted things. Um, and one of them is that for my case, I have a clear sense of hierarchy and it's a part of developing this identity and logisticians, which is what they're calling me, work just as much to ensure an appropriate respect for authority as they do with family and societal structure. So like I was literally just having a conversation with my mother the other day that like my number one goal is to make sure that like my child is respectful to people, especially people of authority. Interesting. So it's ironic that that like literally respect appropriate respect for authority has come up. It's like, dang, that kind of hits it on the head. And then it also says that I quote lead by principle. Um, oh, that's, logisticians, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, logisticians, children are expected to meet high standards and share positive values for their own good. It often, this approach often bears fruit in the long run, but logisticians must keep in mind that their approach creates natural barriers and distances that often leave their children wondering if they're on the same team. Oh, snap. So I have to be careful hmm. building relationships. Yeah. That's interesting. I, uh, I'm listening, I promise, but you got that's me fine. diving deep into mine and it's a little terrifying to be completely it, honest. But like how on the nose it is. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's funny. There's so many different types of like personality, motivation, career, you know, tests that you can take now. Yeah. And yeah. they all kind of get you right. <laughs> yeah. I know. Isn't it kind of creepy? The last, before I toss it back to you, the last yeah. one that I'll say is, um, that logisticians tend to be strict with high standards and expectations and that their personalities establish stable, clearly structured environments for their children, always with an eye on helping them to develop a sense of place in society and to fulfill useful roles. Like, hmm. I don't know. I'm like scared at how accurate that is. And now I'm afraid that I'm going to be a horrible parent because I'm going to be like, you know, the, the crazy structured house that gives no freedom of any kind. <laughs> You're not... A you're not a horrible parent. You will not be a horrible parent as long as you are aware of these tendencies, right? That's true. I guess awareness is half the battle. So, yeah, take over. What do you got? <laughs> so my first like bolded section is protective or overprotective. Oh. <laughs> um <laughs> this one sentence kills me. So I, my my type is called a console. Oh, like, uh, like you're very consoling. Like, yes. So yeah. it says consoles may not just keep their children physically safe, but also socially. Oh. Arranging play dates, camps, and other activities so much that their children aren't free to make the blunders that lead to emotional growth and social independence. That's scary. You're smothering your children emotionally. Um, perhaps. The same way that I will be smothering my children with rules and structure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, man, Matt, mm, together we'd make, <laughs> maybe make like one functional parent, right? Like between the yeah. two of us, we have all of the skills to make a both uh, like, socially structured and emotionally structured child. Train our kids back and forth every once in a while. Yeah, seriously. Um, this, this one is believer in traditional roles. These parents view their parent-child relationship in black and white terms with their oh. the, with their authority as final. Man, had uh, I known about yeah, this website, we should have done this during the parenting styles one. I know. Well, it's good that like, we stumbled across this now. 
Yeah, that's um, true. And the only other bolded section for me is it's called the gift of independence. And mm. I'll kind of cut to the chase, but basically they're like, I may have a hard time when my kids start to act independently and push away, which is interesting. I will say, because I actually look forward to that day. I, well, right oh. now I look forward. I to can't it. wait till my kids start pushing back and get away from me. Heck yeah. No, well, sign no, me want, up. I don't want the pushing back. <laughs> I want them just, I, I look forward to them being like more independent, more self-sufficient. Sure. And not requiring me to like do everything for them. Sure. Um, the no, one, the one good thing that I've gained from all of this is consoles children will always appreciate the sensitivity and warmth that they were raised with. And as time goes on and they have their own children, they will cherish the fact that those children have the benefit of grandparents who love and care for them unconditionally. Dang. See, you got like such fun. (laughs) Where's my fun stuff? Now I got to go back and look. All right, let's see. Combining their natural devotion and purpose with this flexibility. Wait, where's the flexibility coming in? Oh, okay. So this is actually pretty good. Um, It says that it is best for logisticians to embrace and hold to their own values, but also recognize that each person has their own goals and to meet their children halfway and attaining theirs. Combining their natural devotion and purpose with this flexibility and support of their child's own vision leads to a sense of mutual respect and accomplishment that any logistician would be proud of. Okay, that redeemed mine a little bit. Well, I think both of us tended to tended to focus on the negative a little bit too yeah, much. Well, but we have some that... redeemable characteristics. Well, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Now we're going to take a really fun trip. You ready? All right. Click on the romantic relationships. (laughs) And then later on when we have our wives on, we'll have to ask them if these are even remotely close. Uh, Okay. I am just going to read the bolded like title parts. Are you ready? I'm, I'm very ready. So based on my personality type, romantic relationships include... They're, I am deeply committed, which yep. I think my wife would like, maybe say maybe aggressively so, and that I have a, quote, reliable heart. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I'll take it. So it, the, just a little blurb here says, as their relationships transitioned into the long term, logisticians gladly see the necessary daily tasks see to the necessary daily tasks around the house, applying the same duty to their home life that they do in the workplace. Hmm. I think that's accurate. Cause we're, the whole thing is like, we're aggressive workers. We're really good at working. I, I do agree that you and are as someone, good at working as someone who gets to work literally two hours early. Yeah. I think that's true. Would you like my two bolded? Yes, please, 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 please. <clears throat> so, a tender heart. Oh, of course, Matt. You do have a tender heart. I do. You do. And this other one is cultivating trust. Oh, very deep trust. I can see it. It's interesting because I, I was, I was reading it, and mm-hmm. it's actually more about how I want to feel trusted. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, now I got to read a little closer. Maybe that's what it said with the reliable heart part. 
these I mean this is very interesting. To be honest, before we have the wives on, we should have them take this test too. Oh, I you know, something tells me so I don't know the test well enough to know the letters, but something tells me my wife has absolutely taken this probably several times. Yeah. I'd be willing to bet money really? on it. Oh mm. my gosh, yeah. Okay. Well then maybe. Did she you knows know, what she Matt, is. you want to know something wild about my wife? Hmm. I mean I to do this yes. day. <laughs> To this day, I still like chuckle at. Did you know that my wife has a degree in psychology? I, I'm kind of assumed based on her job. Really? She's a speech and language pathologist. It's like Uh, language stuff. She has a degree in psychology. That like always blows my mind. So whenever I ask her like, what is the psychological backing? She's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, what did, what what is that? I don't know. We We still chuckle about it. Undergrad? Yeah. Psych- Isn't that wild? I mean, it's, it's, I, I don't know. It kind of makes sense to me. See, it always surprises me. I don't know. It always surprises me. Anyway, I read through this thing, <laughs> the reliable heart part, and it says, uh, this is actually kind of funny because it's so on the nose and it really scares me. Um, people with the logistician personality type can uh, get so caught up in the belief in their correctness in, quote, winning arguments that they were about facts uh, that they thought were about facts that they don't realize that their partner may have viewed things from a perspective of consideration and sensitivity (laughs) and let me tell you my logical side is often like what are you talking about this is correct it has to be but then my wife's like we're not arguing about that that's not the argument and i'm like oh oops oops (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, that happens way more often than I would like to admit. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. This is yeah. interesting. We have taken a deep dive into our... Uh, Gosh, I know. Our uh, personality. We started We started with identity crises, crises, and little did we know that we would find ourselves today. I don't. still don't think I found myself, Ben. But, no? Still no? You know, I think... Hmm. Uh, you know, so I'll, I'll say that even in my test... <clears throat> And going mm-hmm. through it in, with the class, the only one, the only like letter that I was like, yep, I am definitely this. And like, I firmly yeah. feel like I'm always this is, was the feeling one. Cause I'm very like mm. emotionally driven and like most of, and no, I'm just gonna say all of my life is really built around like my emotions and how Those I'm feeling emotions. and like, yeah. you know, I don't know. So with all of the other ones, like I saw myself on the sliding scale, depending on the situation. Is it work? Is it home? Is it with my kids? Is it with my wife? Is it with you? Is it with, you know, it's all kind of like, I don't want to say fluid, but like it is in a way. Yeah, for sure. Um, And when we were talking through, I was like, I don't know. Like sometimes I'm this, sometimes I'm that until we got to this feeling one. I'm like, yep, definitely a hundred percent. That one's a hundred percent. Well, so what's kind of fun about this too, is like this website that I sent you or that you found, like if you actually take the test on here, it gives you like what percentage you are of each of these things. Yeah. The mine was too. Um, Oh, I did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like everything E S and F were all like at the extremes, like more than 95%. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And then the J, the, the J and the P, you know, how like I'm now a J and I'm flipped. I'm only at like a 70%. Oh, wow. That's, 
wildly more like you have wildly greater percentages than I do. My biggest percentage is my introvertedness at 76%. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Everything else is like, uh, let's see. Um, my observant is only 57. My thinking versus feeling, which this was a shock to me. Maybe it's changed because I've become a, I don't know, I'm a teacher. I don't know. Weird. But it was only 54%. Whoa, that's really close. Uh, yeah, like my my whole like basis of my my perspective of myself is that I am a very logical person and that I don't act on feelings a lot. So like, you know, this was very, this was surprisingly close. It's prepping you to be a dad. Yeah, I guess or so. you are it's prepping like, yourself to be. I'm slowly, <laughs> slowly, slowly moving towards that more feeling side. Um, and then like judging, I was 58%. And then the, the oh, extra wow. A versus T, I was, I was actually quite assertive. I'm 67% assertive. Yeah. So, so my, my E was 95. My Wowzers. sensing was 95 too. And then my feeling Man. was 98. That's crazy. I am not surprised by your extrovertedness. You are one of the most extroverted people I know. Oh, so that doesn't well, shock me. Thank you. But yeah, no, that's, no, yeah, no, it's a compliment. Cause listen, when you're around, I hardly ever have to like talk to other people. It makes my <laughs> life a lot easier. Here's the, here's the funny thing. We were yeah. talking about this, obviously in this class in this leadership class and we need, we need people to be introverted and like be proud to be introverts. There's been this, the thing that we took away or the part that I took away from this discussion really was, um, like the world is so focused on the extroverts and like who can be the loudest, who's like, who's meeting yeah. most people, all that stuff. And it's like, mm -hmm. that does not necessarily that they're the best at their job, that they're the best leaders, that they're the best parents. Like, and right. remember we were talking, we remember like a few episodes back, I was like the whole competitive parenting thing. And like, yeah, those parents that like were out in front and being like super extroverted, I'll put right. my little air quotes around that, yeah, but just yeah. like, that does not mean that they're the best parents no. or that they have the best kids. Like wow. we need to have balance. Like there are a lot of good traits that come from being any of the other, you know, options that I'm not. Right. So yeah. that's a fascinating perspective. Yeah. I guess I never really thought of it that way, man. That but, thing is cool that you're going to, I'm glad that you're doing that. That sounds like yeah, fun. Yeah, You know, it's, and it did like, it's, it's, um, helped kind of recenter myself and sure. Just think about, you know, I don't think my, um, I, I'm not lost. I don't, I'm not going through an identity crisis as a, a husband or a father. I think right, that's. As you may have suggested at the beginning. Right. I don't think that's, <laughs> but I think I will say this, um, and maybe it's too much of a broad stroke, but sure. I think as dads, you know, again, we don't grow up thinking that we're going to be dads. I think there right. are women that grow up hoping and planning on being moms. And I think sure. a lot of moms tie their identity to being a mother. Mm. And for me, I love being a dad. Wouldn't trade it for the world, but that's right. not my, that's not the only piece of my life. And right. I, you know, I still want to be successful in my career. I still want to be a good friend, right? To like you and everybody sure. else and sure. uh, an active member of our community, dot, 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 dot. Like there's different pieces, different layers for me. And so I think yeah. on a very high level, broad strokes, I think it's just different from being a guy and a woman. That's all. Yeah, sure. Um, well, before we sneak off into the, you know, end of our show here, um, I want you to click on the friendships tab. 
Okay. Okay. I'm just going to read the first couple lines of the friendship tab. Okay. And you're going to tell me, and then I'm, you're going to read, and then I'm going to tell you. Okay. Ready for mine? Oh, yeah. Logistician friends are not spontaneous. They are not talkative or particularly playful in their affection. What logistician friends are is loyal, trustworthy, honorable, and dependable. Others may come and go with the ups and downs of life, but logisticians stay by their friends' sides, no matter what, with a deepness of commitment that other types may not even believe is possible. Thousand percent. Yeah, man. That, that is you as a friend. Yeah. I'm not spontaneous. Not even no. necessarily fun in my playfulness, but boy, am I there if you need me. Always. Always. Did you read just like your first like paragraph? Just the first like, yeah, a little paragraph right above the second big title. All right. So for me, consoles are a very social personality type. Seeking large circles of friends and proving themselves more than willing to spend time and energy. uh, Sorry, spend the time and energy necessary to maintain these relationships. Loyal and warm, consoles are known for standing by their friends no matter what and providing a constant source of emotional support and encouragement. I mean, yeah, it's hard to disagree with that. You're always <laughs> the first one to reach out to me when it comes to, like, texting and things. So, yeah. yeah well, yeah. Not only that, but, like, there were all those years before I met my wife that you were, like, my therapist for relationships. <laughs> Not a therapist, yeah. just a friend. No, you know, the friend to talk to, but you, metaphorical therapist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, so that's that's pretty accurate. Well, it's all of our Game of Thrones nights. Oh, my gosh. And Chipotle. And Chipotle, yeah. Chipotle. Like good Chipotle. If you want to sponsor us. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Chipotle, hit us up. That'd be, like, monumental. I we, eat Chipotle. For the record, I eat it, like, all the time. Yeah, we, man, back in the day... All the this time. might be our this might be our most dad conversation yet. You want to know how much we love Chipotle? A lot. So much. Yeah. It was yeah. before rehearsals, before Game of Thrones. Oh my gosh. Yeah. After rehearsals, I don't even know. Like no, like <clears throat> late. Yeah, like whenever we saw Chipotle, we'd eat Chipotle. When we even would if we're just go on trips. Yeah. No, I mean it's just Chipotle or bust, man. Love it. Love it. Anyway, all right. Well. <laughs> Let's send out a few thank yous, shall we? One is apparently Chipotle, except not because they're not sponsoring us technically. (laughs) Um, But I do want to thank Jordan Kazin for our wonderful logo. Thank you, Jordan. It's beautiful. Thank you, Jordan. And we want to thank Zach Burns for the intro and outro music. Um, Before we do our little sign off, I do have a dad joke for the day. Awesome. You ready? Yes. Um. Did you hear about the fire at the shoe factory? I did not. Yeah. Apparently, many souls were lost. Mm. This has been Oops, I Dad It Again. I'm Ben. And I'm Matt. And until next time, don't Don't tell tell mom. mom.